This is the Tana Talks podcast, where we break all of the social media rules and we just keep it real. No filters, no Photoshop, just real people having real talks. I'm your host, Montana Duran. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Tana Talks podcast. I'm your host, Montana Duran. Welcome back to the fifth episode. Five is my favorite number. I'm super stoked about this. This is the second episode of the week, so happy Thursday or happy whatever day of the week it is whenever you're listening to this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I love you, and I mean it. Um, I'm seriously so thankful for people that listen to this podcast and really just get something out of it. We've had three guests so far, and all the guests have been so different, but they've also all shared something so deep and it's really touched me and I, I've heard some responses about how it's touched y'all and that means the world to me because this platform is is not me. It's not just me. It's 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 a platform for all of the people that have impacted my life. I hope they can impact yours and I hope it can touch you in a way that you your life begins to transform because I'm a firm believer that we're all interconnected and we're all intertwined and, and your story it's yours but it also will help someone else and so I I love being able to just have this podcast for my friends to come on and talk about their stories and and me to share with you guys like this is so wild to me and I'm so thankful so thank you thank you thank you uh this is my first solo episode since the first one and we're gonna get into the voicemail I have a voicemail from Cy and we'll listen to that one and then I'll talk about that that'll be the topic but I kind of just want to give like a life update from the last month of my life it's been wild and so we're out here I turned 25 uh, January 30th so my brain is fully developed now I'm essentially so wise and my brain is just so developed (laughs) I'm kidding but I usually hate birthdays Uh, but I went to this small group that I I just go to this one and my pastor's wife, Gloria Stella, my pastor, is my small group leader, and she surprised me and all the girls with cake and ice cream, and they literally yelled, surprise, and, like, had the cake and the ice cream, and essentially now Gloria is so amazing, and all the girls are so amazing that I I like birthdays now, um, so, you know, we're out here, you know, never, never say never, change is always <laughs> on the horizon. It was really special, and I'm really thankful for that. Then, uh, two weeks ago, or no, oh my gosh, one week ago, we had our first ever singles event. My pastors, Robert and Gloria, are so incredible. We had our first singles Valentine's Day event. And Valentine's Day is so weird because, especially if you're single, like, it's just a weird holiday. And most single people just get really sad and are depressed and it's just such a cliche day to get sad, which I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I do, I do, but I don't, um, but I'm really thankful for my pastors because they, they literally embrace everyone, no matter what season of life they're in. And they created this safe space for us to all come in this season of life and just have a fun night where we all got to like get dressed up and come have a nice dinner, and hear comedy, and jokes, and play games, and just really be celebrated, and with people that are in the same season of life, like, it wasn't a dating event, it was just, like, a, a Valentine's Day event, and it was so special, and 
even if I'm married and old, like I want to go to this event every day, every year of my life because it's it was so special and it really sometimes I think that single people get looked over, especially in church culture sometimes because it's always like youth, 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 young adults, young adults, young adults, and then it's like married, 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 family, 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 and I think sometimes single people get looked over and. Being single is such a blessing. You get so much time to, you're never going to get this time back. You get time to really embrace yourself and your, who you are as a person. And you get to, you're never going to have this much time, you know. And so I think it's such an important season and it's such a blessing. And I think that we need to kind of embrace this season more. And so I'm really super thankful for my pastors Robert and Gloria that 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 do this for us and that love us and embrace us and gave us this space it was so fun and not weird at all so y'all should come hang out with us like one time whenever we do another event because there'll be another event besides just Valentine's Day so you know y'all know I'm a plug in on this podcast and then I just wanted to tell like a quick story of something that happened this week that was so wild to me and it's about community as well because So I graduated in August and then I was really kind of lost when I first graduated because I started a job and not that I was bored, but I was just so used to doing so much because I was always in six to seven classes or were in working two jobs. Like I always had two jobs and I was always in as maximum hours. And so when I got out of college, I kind of was like, I mean, I didn't give my chan- myself a chance to, like, breathe and catch up. I just wanted to keep go, 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 go. So I started a small group, and the small group was great. It was my own, you know, I w- one, like, I was the leader of. Because I think it's really important to, like, if you want to lead a small group, like, you should lead one, yeah, but you should also have one that you go to to just, like, be poured into. Sidebar, I don't know anything. I, you know, I'm just, like, that's just, like, my two cents. Anyway, so I had started one. <laughs> I had started one, and we had met one time. And it was great. Like, everyone really got along. And I was so excited. I had so many ideas. Yada, yada, yada. Well, then, the day we were scheduled to have our next meeting, our second meeting, is the day I got into my car accident. And my car accident was really bad. I, like, hit my head on the windshield, blacked out, my foot. Like, I'm still in physical therapy for. So, it it was really bad. It was really traumatic. I couldn't drive until January. And so, I was really... I was not only depressed in the sense of it was a traumatic experience I was dealing with, but I was depressed because I felt like I was letting everybody around me down, especially my small group and and the people I like volunteer with. I couldn't do as much as I wanted to. My work, I, I wasn't able to like focus as much. It was really just a really hard season. And I remember being really bad depressed because like, I was like, God, why didn't you just take me out? Why didn't you finish the job? Like, why am I still here? What is the point? I was so close to, to, you know, just a few miles faster. I, I might not be here right now. And so it was really big eye-opening experience. But I learned a lot during those months where I couldn't do anything because in the beginning I was looking at this as such a negative thing. I was so depressed. And then there's, like, honestly a shift that happened because, honestly, so much good has come from it. And... I learned about myself and about healing and about timing and trying to trust the process of life and just this whole journey I'm on. And so I say all that to say this past Tuesday we had our first small group and this was a, the the main highlight of my last month 
and we had our first small group in five months, our second meeting total, and there was more girls there this time than there were there the first time, which that's a blessing. And not even everybody knew each other, but everyone was getting along so incredibly. And I realized this week, before I had the small group, I was like, you know, I thought it was such a bad thing that, like, I got in this accident before small group and before the start of this. I was like, I saw this as such a bad thing, but I should really see this as a compliment because something was trying to take me out so I couldn't do this which means it's only going to be special. And, and the girls there are so special. And I was like, y'all are so special. This group is so special. And I was really, I felt that so much. I don't know why, but I just shared that with them. And then everyone was having a great conversation. I didn't even really have to say anything. I was just there and they were all leading it. And I was like, wow, do y'all want to take over? It was great. And um, then as we were like about to leave, this girl came down and we were finishing up our talk and we were about to pray and she came down and she was like, can I join? And we were like, of course. And so she came down and then we prayed. And after it was over, she looked up and talked to us and was like, I was cleaning my apartment. I smell like bleach probably. Cause we ended up uh, side story. We ended up having this at my friend Carly's apartment who lives in Buckhead and we had it in her like pool area. And we didn't know if we, I was like, do we need to reserve the room? Because I know some apartments make you do that. She's like, no, literally no one's ever been in there. I've lived here for two years. You don't have to do that. So, no one ever comes in this room, so it was just us. And then this random girl comes down and was like, something told me to come down here, and I, I, it was God. I was cleaning my bathroom. I smell like bleach probably. I just moved in here. I don't have any friends, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, wow. And everyone exchanged numbers with her, and we're all going to be her friend, and Carly's going to hang out with her. They live in the same building. But I say all that not to give my small group or me any credit. It's it's all about timing and trusting God's time and God's plan because if none of that would happen, first of all, I would have never met that Carly girl because I met her through some event that was planned while I was hurt. And then I also, we would have never met this girl that has been seeking out friends. And it's just, it's in, it was such a testimony to say you have to trust in God's timing because you don't know what who is going to be affected by whatever you're going through right now so you might be going through the worst season of your life but you're going through this because you're going to heal from it and then you're going to be able to tell someone else that it's how to get through it so or you might be there to make a new friend or you might be in that in that job because someone there needs to be touched you might be in a job you hate but there's someone there you have to reach you might not know what's going on but there's there is a purpose for why you're there. And mine was Ariel, the girl that we met. And it was such a blessing. And I also am going to plug this real quick. Like, I would not be here if it were not for a community of people. And mine happened to be a church small group. But I would suggest getting in a small group of some sort, whether it be a church or whether it be, like, going to a gym or joining a class or uh volunteering in your community something we are not designed to do life alone it is so important to get into a small group I'm gonna say it until I'm blue in the face we are not designed to be alone so I couldn't do my life alone trust me I can't even do like one second alone we are designed for connection and so I guarantee you 
your life will flourish when you start to connect to one another because we're all connected for each other. And so I hope that story made sense about the timing because it really, it made sense in my head. I'm going to listen back, but seriously, it's all a journey. We're all on a journey and it's all so important to trust the process. I hate that cliche, but it's so true. And time and time again, it proves itself right. And Ariel is a living, breathing proof of that. All right, so I'm going to play the voicemail for you, and then we're going to get on the road again. Montana, Montana, what is going on? So it's Cy. Hey, I just want to say real fast, I enjoy your podcast. I'm glad I got to see and hear it in the early beginning stages to see how you take it off the ground. Well done. Well done. Great stuff. I only see I only got a one minute to record this recording. So I just want to say congrats again. Great job. I love the content that was spoke about. I love the interview between you and Jordan. And also, I think it was Brandon, Avocado Toast. <laughs> Shut that out. But um, it's great. Uh, great to hear the responses he has. I think one of the questions you said, one of the things you said that um, your listeners can ask is questions that you should talk about on your podcast. I said, hey, talk more about how young adults should take risk and the exciting opportunities that they can find in taking risk and um, also with their faith as well. So that's it for me. I got three seconds. So see you later. Bye. First of all, I want to say thank you to Cy. Uh, we love a leader out here. Thank you for being the first and only. I, you are a precious gem and I want you on my podcast and please just like reply to my DMs. <laughs> but seriously, that's a great topic. Taking risks, uh, the opportunities, especially faith, saying yes. Uh, if you would have asked me a month ago if I would have felt qualified to talk about this, I wouldn't. But I think, honestly, something has shifted in my life in the last month of me starting this. And I don't know. I'm excited to talk about this. So I think people don't take risks because they're so scared and they're very fearful of other people. They're fearful of rejection. They're feel they're fearful of change and uncertainty. And I want to define fear real quick. So the fear in the dictionary is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that something or someone is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So that's the dictionary definition. But fear gets a bad rap. It's not always negative and neither is taking a risk. It can honestly make you feel invigorated and alive and bring you bring you up to speed and up to where you're supposed to be. I think a lot of times people get so scared of other people and of failure that they just don't play. It's like that common quote, they let the fear of striking out keep them from playing the game. And so I don't think, I think the main reason people don't take risks is because of fear. But I think that the biggest risk of all is not taking any risks because it's better to fail because failure is not a real thing. No matter anything you failed at, it's not actually a failure. It's just a lesson in disguise. I 
look at look at all the great things like I always go back to the Michael Jordan of it all that he literally did not make his high school basketball team but he is one of the greatest of all time and he in 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 the eyes of everyone else that would look like a failure because he didn't make his high school team but really I bet you his high school coaches are kicking themselves thinking they're the failure for not seeing the potential and fear is a real thing but sometimes I think it's our perception that really is distorted we are so concerned of what other people are gonna think and what what if I fail what if I blah 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 we cannot be so paralyzed by what other people think and we cannot be so paralyzed by if we fail because not doing anything is just as bad as failing because if you you stay stuck like a tree and we are not trees <laughs> we are people uh, so i think it's it's okay to fail it just sets you up but don't go into it thinking that you're going to fail because you never know what's on the other side of you taking that first step. So I have two examples personally that go with this. And the first one would go back to, I guess, this podcast because I was so excited. I felt like it was such a God thing. And as soon as I hit the submit button to my trailer, I had this overwhelming just feeling of oh my god what did I just do I have to do this now what if I don't do this what if I what if I miss a week blah, blah, blah. like so many fears what if people hate me what if I what if people look at me different all of that it's real and it's real every week and I remember speaking to like this woman at my church who's like a spiritual mentor her name is Sierra and she goes the fear of man is very real. When you get out of the boat and you do something, you're trying to walk on water. Fear of man and what they think is a very real thing. But honestly, the second fear that comes is fear of not pleasing the Father. And that stuck with me so hard. She said, you should be more concerned of doing, being about that business of what you know you need to be doing. And doing that rather than if caring about what other people think. Because those people aren't your judge. And those people have their own problems too. So don't worry about other people. Just be focused on you and your life. And so it's very human of us to care about what other people think. But I think one of the things we have to let go is that paralyzation of what others think. Because they can see a version of you. But they don't know the insides of you. They don't know everything that you've been through. Everything that's in your heart. All your desires. They don't know that. But you do. And God does. And you need to just seriously... Be smart about the risks you take. Don't just be out here quitting your job uh, just because, you know, I'm not saying, like, quit your job and, like, go do something. But I am saying, like, be smart about the risks that you take and pray about them and make sure they're – you're not – the reason that you're not doing something is because you're so scared. But make sure that you're doing something that you know might be a smart risk. And if it, – it might look like a smart risk on the outside and then it might – come out as a failure but I guarantee you in the in the grand scheme of things it will come out as a great lesson and so I think another thing about combating fear and taking risks would just be saying yes to things this is something that has been such a key part of my story so 
I never knew that I liked to speak until I had taken time off of school because of some family stuff. And I went back to school probably, oh my gosh, 2018? Yeah, 2018 was my first semester back in school, January. And I remember my first class back was a public speaking class. And I was so nervous because I had never done, like, a speech like that. And so I get up in front of the class, and I do my speech. And after class, the teacher, like, kept me and was like, you have natural speaking abilities, blah, 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 like, hyped me up. And I left that class being like, wow, I'm a natural. I've No one's <laughs> ever told me I was a natural at anything. Like, I played sports. I was, like, a bench warmer. I was just there for the social aspect. I was never the best at school, but – I've never been told I was a natural at something and and talking. Oh my goodness, I love to talk. What? You can be natural at that? And then later in the semester, we ended up going to this like speaking competition and it was really like debate and honestly, like shout out to all y'all that do debate because it's literally s- the most judgmental thing of your life. It was a public speaking competition and you really these people just judged you so hard and I went and it was like this state tournament I've never done anything like this before I literally had only done one speech and I went and I and I got fifth place out of sixth (laughs) so I was like that was typical for me that was usually where I ranked and but one of the judges that I had never met before came up to me and was like I just want you to know that I just want you to get more confident because you're a natural and that was like two people that said that and I was like what am I natural at talking like what and so that was when I was really getting back into church and I remember uh hearing a message and it was like you just need to say yes to everything and so from that second on I had decided whatever I get asked to do speaking wise I'm gonna say yes I'm gonna say yes to teachers I'm gonna say yes at church whatever and so literally I had so many different opportunities, like, come up to do silly, stupid, like, speaking things. Like, in class, I would, like, read a PowerPoint or read a slide or talk in class. And then at church, I would, like, play these games at Kid Pack. And then, um, like, one game at a Divine Night. Just random stuff. Whatever it would be, like, a speaking publicly thing. I would always say yes to it. And I'm still that way. No matter what it is, I'm always going to say yes because – I think that I know in my heart, like, I want to talk and I want to speak and do stuff like that. And so all I have to do is just say yes. And even if I look like an idiot and come in fifth place, I'm still getting better. And I'm still learning and and taking that risk of public humiliation. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying that's what you need to do. But I think that whatever you have a goal towards and you want to take that risk – Say yes to whatever opportunity comes up. So let's say you want to be a teacher. I don't know. Say yes to tutoring someone. Say yes to giving them help. Or if you want to take be a photographer, take some photos of people for free and then put them up and post them. Or if you want to start a YouTube, start a YouTube. Who cares if nobody watches it? What if one per- one person watches it? Uh, or a podcast literally you can start a podcast for free with anchor that is what I did and it's literally so easy and so cool um anything that you want to do 
take the risk because I guarantee you those desires did not just put themselves there in you for a re- for just by themselves. And so Sai also asked about taking risks with your faith. And that is something that <sighs> that gets me because me and Jesus uh, just met recently. <laughs> I haven't been a Christian that long compared to a lot of people. And so I like to think that I have this radical faith and uh, I would literally sell everything off my back and do whatever he asked me to do. But I think that it starts with those little steps. And so if God tells you to pray for someone, say a prayer for them. Or if God tells you to put someone on your mind, text that person. Reach out to that person. I think the... The big misconception with this whole God thing is that he wants you to do these big things and, like, build a start your own church or go on a year-long mission trip or literally, like, live in a hut. And those things are all needed and those things are all good, but it's also so simple. Like, literally open the door for someone, smile at someone, uh, put your phone away and talk to the person that's checking you out at the counter. Like, just show love because that's all God is is love. And I think it starts with just, like, those simple acts of obedience and those simple acts of just doing what you know you should do. And that leads to – because you – we're never going to be able to tell what our little acts of obedience of taking those risks and taking those small steps will do on this side of heaven. We're never going to know. But they're so important. Um this is just, like, so random, and I don't know where the story just came from, so I feel like I'm just going to tell the story. I used to work at a restaurant, Texas Roadhouse. Shout out, honestly, this I used to work at Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> anyway, the rolls are good. Um, but anyway, uh, it was at Easter one Sunday, and this was when all servers have to work on Easter. It was, like, something you can't get out of, and I was there one shift, and I had went to church in the morning, and I came after, and all these grannies were there. But they were all there with their grand grandpas. And so it was like couples, up, like they were all booed up. But there was this one woman, and you could tell she was probably a widow because she did not have a partner. And I just, that whole time that I was serving them, like they were, um like not to be any type of way, but usually old people were not the nicest people to serve or like not the best tippers. But I always try to treat everyone the same. <laughs> not a stereotype at all but that's usually just like they were not the nicest people to serve I'm just like being real and so the whole time I was serving them I just kept feeling like I need to pay for that lady's food like this is so sad she's here by herself like just it was just something inside me that like I needed to do that and so I did it you know whatever (laughs) and then when I did it you would have thought that this lady had died and seen a ghost or something she was shook to her core, and that was a risk that I, I had to take because I didn't have the money to do it. Um, I only, on holidays, you only get two tables. I was really concerned that that was dipping into my money, and I was losing money because I was so concerned about that, but it's just like the, the small things that you have to do because you never know what your act of faith and your act of obedience will do for someone, so it's not always moving across the country or quitting a job or doing something so so radical it's just those small acts of obedience like those random acts of kindness like 
paying for someone's meal behind you in the drive-thru or opening up the door or sending a text. There is so much power in sending a text. I have had my days turned around by people texting me, hey, thinking of you. I'm like, what? Really? Are you? And I want to close this out. I have literally never read a Bible verse on this podcast because I tried to keep it neutral for all my friends that don't. But when I become fearful and I, I get scared of taking those risks and I get scared of where I'm at, I go back to these few verses that I'm going to share. And it says, Proverbs twenty nine twenty five: the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. And that one really reassures me that no matter what I'm scared of, my trust is in God. And he knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. And he's got me no matter what. And then 1 John 4, 18, perfect love casts out all fear. That is, uh, that's amazing because here's the full verse. That's just a, a snippet. I Googled it because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I was <laughs> really feeling suspect on myself. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made imper- not made perfect in love, 1 John 4, 18. And that goes back to taking risk in faith. Because, honestly, all we're called to do on this earth is love and show love because that's all God is. And he's gotten a bad rap, but all he is is love. He's not here to judge. He's not here to curse. He's here to love us. And that's what we're here to do, guys. And I just hope that this encouraged you for some aspect. I'm sorry I talked so long, but literally there was only one voicemail, so I had to make it, I had to make it last a little bit longer. So send me your voicemails. I hope you do something risky this week. <laughs> Make a risk. Take a risk. Do something that you wouldn't normally do to be who you want to be tomorrow. You know, I love that quote. I'm going to end with this. I love that quote. It's like, would the person you want to be in a year be happy with what you're doing today? Like, do something today that will benefit you a year from now. And send a text. Go for a workout. Do whatever you have to do. But make sure you do something that betters yourself today. I love you guys. I mean it. I'll see you on Tuesday. I have the most incredible, precious gem of a guest, Camila. Okay, I love you. I mean it. Have a good weekend.